Where are we? We're at the Oak Tree Low Carbon Farm in Rushmere, just near Ipswich. It's four acres of open farmland, uh, divided into six, no, seven beds. Uh, it's been here for about 10, 12 years, something like that. It was started by somebody called Joanne, who bought the field, uh, cost, cost her 100 grand, and she thought, I'm going to be self-sufficient, I'm going to live the good life. And uh, within a six months, she was absolutely knackered and decided, now this isn't a good idea. And there were a few like-minded people who thought, yeah, we can, we can, we can give you a hand, Joanne. So they, the way it works, you um, agree to pay a certain amount of money every week. Um, and in return, you get a share of the produce from the farm. Um, that's the basic way a CSA works. This one's a bit different in that not only do you agree to pay, you also agree to put in some hours. If you have a standard membership, it's £9.50 a week. And you also agree for six months of the summer season to work, on average, two hours a week. We have a log, just it's all done on trust. You just put a cross on a chart on the wall every time you've done an hour's work. Uh, and in the six months of the winter, you agree to work, on average, one hour a week. So I think that equates to 78 hours in the year that you agree to come up to the farm and do whatever is required. We grow everything that anybody wants, really, um, that you can grow in the UK. So we've got three small polytunnels, so we grow some stuff that's um, quite exotic, um, aubergines and things um, we grow, and obviously things like tomatoes, the standards, and all the spuds and everything. Um, various things that people aren't really used to seeing in the shops, um, like kohlrabi, I'd never seen kohlrabi before. I actually harvested my kohlrabi. Yay! Yeah. The little Sputnik things. Yeah. They're, they're, I love them. Um, and a lot of people like them. They're quite relatively easy to grow, easy to cook, um, slightly acquired taste perhaps, but they're quite popular in... in <laughs> Fibrous, I've heard. Yeah, oh yeah, it depends on how long, uh, uh, whether they're a bit, whether they go over. Yeah. Um, they're a bit fibrous. You need to know when to plant anything. You need they're to know like when to... They're a radish in texture, yeah. but they taste apparently between a turnip and a cabbage, which isn't everybody's street. <laughs> not, not mine particularly. It sounds I good for them. a soup or a stew. I love them. Yeah. I like or them in salads. Or grate them into a salad. Grate them, because they're a nice yeah. crunch. I could do a coleslaw. Yeah. Yes. We're always losing money. I mean, that's just the way it is. We don't get any um, grants from the government because of the size of the farm. We're too small for that. Just un just under the size that we needed to be to get any grants. So we've a been few here for now and again, a you? few one-off grants, but not from the government. That no. tends to be from pr uh, charities and things. Yeah, and from local councils and so on. Um, so we try to make money out of growing and selling flowers, and that's what we've actually come up here to do today you and I is to pick some flowers. You can do what we've, we're doing, which is just as a one-off, come up here and uh, I think it's a fiver. Go and pick your own flowers, a bit like picking your own strawberries or something, go and pick your own flowers. And we've got a huge range of flowers, they're absolutely gorgeous, they're nothing like the ones you'd find in a petrol station or anything like that. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, Great, should we go up and have a yeah. look at the flowers? Oh, well, we keep, keep wandering along yeah. here, we've got the, the polytunnels and you can see what's going on. 
I think the first sweet peas I picked were maybe perennial ones, which don't have any scent. And then these annual ones do. Oh, lovely colours. Do you know what they smell like? No, no. Oh, oh that's gorgeous. Mm. See, looking up the field here, with the long, tall, the tall yellow stuff, which has been appearing in the flower, um, just growing through Is up that here. Giant hogweed. No, no, no. That's those, those are parsnips. <laughs> Little bits of parsnip that have been left in the bed make beautiful flower and are beautiful in flower arrangements. If you let them, they grow, they grow five, six feet tall. Wow. With a beautiful head on them. I did beautiful not know yellow that. Yellow head. They so, do look like cow parsley or hogweed as well. Yes, but they're parsnips. That's just, and it's not a whole parsnip that was left in there. Even the chunk of a parsnip, a little wedge. If you just take, if you, so I mean, we should have hopefully harvested all of the parsnips. You never quite get no. everything. That's that's Justin. What's he doing up here? Because that's the thing with the farm, you get all sorts of members coming up and volunteering and, and helping. Because you, you, you say you'll put in an hour or two hours a week um, of labour, but that can be anything. It doesn't have to be um, weeding or planting or harvesting. Um, most, most it is, but if you've got a skill, whether, it's, whether you're, uh, maybe you can weld or something like that, or you're a carpenter or you're, you're handy, um, that can be your hours. Because uh, there's always work like that to be delivering done leaflets. on the farm. Yeah, delivering leaflets. Uh, it's a it's a valuable asset for the farm to have people who are prepared to go out um, in the middle of winter. Would you say that this has been a welcome change of pace from your oh, hugely from your original yes, life? That's right. As a, as an accountant, I spent 40 years accounting, but coming up here, I I came joined as joined here just after I retired. And it is such a contrast. You're out in the fresh air, it's physical work, but you breathe, you can look up. It's a lovely big open field, a fabulous sky. It is, I mean, it's a, it's a known fact that being out and involved in, uh, being in the open air and involved in growing produce is good for your mental state. It, it, it's because life is so stressful. Um, here you can come up and, and it's almost like an island here. You come up here and you sort of forget. It's easy to forget all the crap that's going on outside. You come up here and if sometimes you want to come up here and be and meet people, and you do. It's a nice community here. But other times you just want to come up and maybe you've got some shit going on and you just want to sit down and cry or whatever, you know. But you've got space. You can do what you can lose yourself in your own thoughts up here. Get completely away from it. I mean, we've had people say, you know, my dad died last year, last you know, last month or something. I just found coming up here, you know, you you take a different, you take a step back, and you get you know, put things into perspective. It sounds like the farm is a bit. Well, yeah, the vegetables and the flowers are kind of a byproduct. They are kind almost. Of a, they're a byproduct. Of a mental health experiment. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, they're an excuse to have the mental health experiment. You've got to have a reason to do it, and this is our reason, and this is what unifies us: the fact that we're all trying to grow veg, or, or trying to get chickens to lay, or, or whatever, or grow flowers. But yeah, you're right. It is a, almost. You could say it's a mental health experiment. It's certainly become that. I think. I'll see you later. Yeah. Thank you very much.
Bye.